Hey heroes, this is your resident string player, Darian. This is Angela, your certified brass player. And you're listening to Hero Talk, the show where we talk about real life and real women in music. I love the ending. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> is that hard to play? Nah, not really. <laughs> what note is that? High E. Ding. Do you have perfect pitch? No, I just remember looking at the music. Oh, heard. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> we recorded this. Darian, we just had our first week. Your first week of doctoral school. I know. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're recording this after finishing, you know, our first week of school. Yeah. We're both doctoral students at Florida State. Go Knowles. We just won the game yesterday. Let's go. Did we really? Did. <laughs> I didn't watch it, but uh, I had to know the score. Oh, I don't even keep up. You don't keep I'm, up. No. You're in Knowles now. I told you we're going to a game. I've been here like for my whole master's and. Yeah, but now we're friends, so it's going to happen. <laughs> and it's like. I like football. I just don't keep up with like college sports. Yeah. And I feel like I shouldn't tell people that like since I go to Florida I feel like State. this is a, I'm not trying to stereotype musicians um, at all, but I'm going to by saying <laughs> that I feel like a lot of musicians don't really pay attention too much to, I mean, to sports. I don't, I'm, not a lot of my friends like sports that are like musicians, but <laughs> I think it's okay. You don't have to like sports, but I no, I mean, I, I like sports. I'm not necessarily good at them, but Never. I'm not either. I would also say partially is like my social anxiety is like, wow, a lot of people, big crowd, That's not necessarily true. sure I want to put myself in a sports mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I can, I can do it, but it also brings back memories from, you know, like high school football and you have like all the clicks and you're yeah. watching the football game. I know college football is probably nothing like that. I mean, it, I, I, I've always been in marching band, so I've always had like the marching band click and like, I always uh. had a good time. So like sitting in the student stands, I think I've done it once in it on like an actual, like my home field, but mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't remember, like I, there are no memories of sitting in student stands and at all i think i went to like two football games in high school and as like a string player and such a dork i was like mm, i'm done yeah i guess i would be the same way my family was not into sports at all and i'm only in it because of marching band oh my family loves sports i mean i'm the only one in the family that's a musician Ooh, black sheep over there oh yeah I, hey. my parents are like where the hell did you get like this uh musical ability and no one in your family place no none. no one Mm-mm. yeah my dad was like baseball my mom was like a volleyball player my sister was like a dancer and volleyball player as well and i was like i'm gonna play violin why did you pick the violin um well i started on piano in kindergarten and i was good at it did they make you do that or no i was just kind of like yeah i'll do it ended up being good at it i didn't necessarily love it but then in fifth grade um we had like this string demonstration from like the middle school orchestra director mm-hmm. and i was like that looks so much cooler than piano oh. <laughs> play the fiddle i'm just kidding and i actually wanted to play cello oh. my mom was like that's that's too big for the car a little bit <laughs> and i was like okay what other clef do i know how to read and oh. i went okay treble clef violin it is <laughs> nice not viol well i guess that's not yeah i didn't mine. i didn't play alto clef yeah and i was oh, violas are gonna hate me i wasn't the biggest fan as a kid i was like yeah yeah why is that hated on why is it 
What's the hate from? Um, they're just kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so are we. No, I Please. mean, I think it's just the stereotype of they're, it's almost like they're the mutt instrument, you know, like they look like a violin, a little bigger, but they also have the cello strings Thanks. and they read alto clef. Oh, and gosh. It's like they just kind of make their own space in the <laughs> and viola jokes are great and i think i know a lot of I, one of my best friends is a violist and he was like i kind of like them <laughs> the viola jokes oh <laughs> makes them feel included yeah i actually have a good joke about that where it's like a string quartet like what makes up a string quartet and i was like a cellist a really good violinist a not so good violinist and a violinist that plays viola now <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and i was like that's funny. <laughs> Not necessarily true, especially when you get up into more professional, yeah, like quartets. But I've definitely played in some quartets where violinists are now violists. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, every time I hear y'all talk about like a gig, and you're like, "Oh, I'd play the viola." It's like I'm like, "Oh, I have to play the viola." Like, "Oh, I can do this, but I'd rather not." Uh, probably that- because they don't want to read alto clef. Oh, it's fair. Because we're so used to reading treble clef, and personally. Like my professor is like, oh, you should, you should pick up viola because you can, why not? And then my brain goes, first off, I don't want to buy one. Second off, I don't want to practice that. Yeah. I'm like, I have so much stuff to practice. Yeah. And third, I'm like, I don't want to. Do they get gigs? It's easier to get gigs if you play both. Who's the best violist in your opinion? Ever? Yeah. There's this one violist that I follow. It's like in the Berlin Phil and she's like, oh, has an amazing tone. I could say my... You gotta do some well, research. I could say one of my best friends. He's an awesome violist. Let's go. Um, shout out to rj rj yeah he was uh, a grad student when i was in my undergrad at belmont university mm-hmm. we actually did a festival in like austria he, we were both there at the same time we had a good old time he was a great violist we had a, we played in a quartet together too so if rj if you're listening i love you and i still miss you Aww. <laughs> shout out to rj no i was trying to convince him to come to fsu for his artist diploma because mm-hmm. he was actually in uh china for some like juilliard school that they started out yeah. there and he was auditioning for his arts diploma. I was like pushing FSU really hard. I was like, come play with me again. Oh no. <laughs> I'll push FSU. No, just kidding. All right. So first week, anything crazy happened? Yeah. Let's come back after our little segue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was good. How was yours? I'm, I'm about to describe every emotion ever. Crazy. Happy. Busy. Excited. <laughs> busy. It was all the above, honestly. Every day was a different adventure of doctoral school, grad school. No, I know. I actually felt like very, not necessarily overwhelmed, but I felt like my brain was always going. Like I actually slept like shit, like the whole week because I would go to sleep thinking about everything that I needed to get in order Mm -hmm. or we have like the hero class, you know, I had to like talk to a bunch of other classes to promote hero and I was like going to bed thinking about it. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Yeah, we had a first hero class though. It went well. Darian led the class like a pro. She sounded great. I'm glad that you think so because I don't know if I remember it that way. You don't remember it? No. <laughs> no, you had a PowerPoint. You weren't just reading off a script. You were very personable. I was, was trying great. to be. I'm trying to like make sure no one drops the class. I don't think anyone did, did they? No, we actually gained a person. Let's go. That's what we want. Um, I'm really excited about it. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to be as organized as possible on yeah. such like a broad subject because the class is like an entrepreneurial class mm-hmm. and this whole class is centered around hero our nonprofit, and we have people coming in to take the class who want essentially firsthand experience and 
working for a nonprofit, practicing entrepreneurial skills. And so it's kind of wide and open-ended because yeah. we, I wanted people to join the class and join the project before we put like specific dates and mm-hmm. think about what our next project is, like what our next goals are, which yeah. is kind of what we're doing this coming Monday. Oh yeah. Now that we've had like our welcome to hero kind of orientation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just so heartwarming that these, you know, students came out and one of them is Miranda's boyfriend. And I'm like, oh, he's so cute. Okay. He's adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know, just having them like actually engaged and we were, you would ask them a question and they'd be like, yeah, I have ideas. And then like, I thought it was going to be like, oh, no one's going to have ideas right now. But then they're like, no, we all have ideas and want to share them. I'm like, let's go. This is enlightening. It's like very heartwarming and yeah, a good change for the future. I'm excited because I was like, the more people helping, the better it'll be for all of us. Yeah, and definitely. I know Joan. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I'm looking at their Instagram, and I was like, she'd be great to help me with social media because yes. I hate social media. We need an influencer. I know, and I was like, I even texted her. I was like, do you are you kind of interested in helping me run social media, being like my point person? And she was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, oh great. Essentially, we have like a team of ten now. Ten. Mm-hmm. That's great. Because there's the five of us and the directors, and then yeah. five of the people who took the class. This would be great. This is great. Yeah, that was like the whole point was to keep it small. One thing that I really appreciate about like any first week in a middle music school is just like the flexibility that you see everyone have. It goes from these students, of course, all the way up to administrative staff that might have never played an instrument in their life, but they're like all about this kind of musical, flexible life, and it's it's so awesome and inviting. And because I work in the school of music office, the grad office, mm-hmm. and I felt so bad for my um, boss because I was like, I don't have my student schedule. I don't like have my full schedule and then like the hero stuff and then some other things. I'm like, I'm trying to work out a work schedule. And she's like, yeah, just get it to me by the end of the week. And if we start the actual schedule on Monday, that's fine. And I'm like, but I feel so bad because sometimes I'm like not there at all. And yeah. then, I don't know, just like her being flexible. And then I guess we're just kind of used to being more flexible than other I don't know, careers. Well, I think we realize it's like there's so many moving parts. Yeah. Like there's rehearsal schedules, there's lesson schedules, there's class schedules, mm-hmm. work schedules. I mean, kind of have to be. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know, like, am I, because we're both uh, teaching assistants and GAs or whatever, help, whichever name you'd rather call us. <laughs> um, and I was like, am I coaching a chamber group? I have no idea. Am I, t- you know, teaching private lessons? I don't know. But well, what are you doing? I don't know yet. Don't know no yet. one's told me. <laughs> I love that. That's funny. Um, so I don't know what my teaching assistant like role is yet, but we gotta figure it out. It's only a week two. We got I this. I know, but at least I scheduled, you know, my recital. I saw that. Yes. Everyone's excited about it, which is great. Yeah. And I snagged a singer actually last night to sing in the Aww, recital. Let's go. Shout That's out so to exciting. Audra. Recital planning and prepping, especially for chamber ensemble is stressful having to work around i mean as you know like so many different musicians schedules it's just when can we meet i don't know 8 a.m probably but who wants to actually get up at 8 a.m we had a brass quintet rehearsal at 8 a.m this past week that's too much noise (laughs) in the morning Uh, (laughs) i mean yeah you're not wrong but like all of us were like yeah we i mean we like do warm-ups whatever at 7 8 but like actually getting together for rehearsal at 8 a.m is sometimes the most mind it's just like mind-numbing sometimes like okay I need to pay attention, full out, and I you need to be you know prepared and warmed up before the brass quintet rehearsal too. It's just it's like dang. Well, I'm such a night owl. I'd rather do like the late rehearsals. That's yeah. but then other people are like, oh god, no. Yeah, I'm definitely not a night owl. No, I'm such a night. I stayed up late last night, literally working on hero stuff because I'm like That's I had like amazing. a migraine like all day and it was so unproductive. And then at like midnight, I'm like 
I got energy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was snoozing at midnight. Gosh. Uh, back to like the hero class and all that. I'm so glad the first class is over because it feels like I'm kind of like ready. And I think especially after this coming Monday, I'm going to feel like, okay, we got game plan. Mm-hmm. You know, things are starting. Now everyone kind of knows like what they want to do. And then I don't feel like, come on, like getting everyone excited. It's like, yeah. Because I feel like that's what I'm like stressed about doing is trying to get like people interested. Yeah. And funny story. I don't think I even told you about this yet. I talked to the entrepreneurship class, which Mm -hmm. is like the broad entrepreneurship class. It was led by Dr. uh, Dr. Jones, the assistant dean, who's also our mentor for Hero um, last semester. And I was in that class. That's where actually Hero was born was when I was like Mm -hmm. trying to think about entrepreneurial ideas and I was like oh my gosh I love this and I actually did it but that's just you know uh, segue a little bit but (laughs) history of hero yes um uh now the new harp professor is leading it and he wanted me to speak to the class and tell him about you know here the hero class and see if anyone wanted to uh sign up during the the drop ad period where registration still open and I show up to this class First off, I was already flustered because it wasn't in the same class as last semester, the same classroom. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, crap. I didn't even think that this might have moved. Oh, no, Darian. <laughs> so, so I was, like, rushing to get there. Um, I did not even – for some reason, my brain didn't even consider that they w- would have switched classrooms. I don't know why. I just assumed. <laughs> Stuck in last year. That's funny. Um, but I found the classroom. And then I get there. I was like, hi, um, I'm Darian. Like, Dr. Jones wanted me to speak to the class. And she was like, what? I was like, did he not tell you? She's like, no. I was like, damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> so then I, she was like, oh, uh, I guess you can speak at the beginning. And I was like, all right, I'll just try to get it out of your way, you know, so you can get, because she didn't plan for it. And yeah. I didn't want to, like, take up her class time. Oh, man. And then I was like, I kind of need your computer <laughs> for, oh, no. like, the presentation. And so then I'm trying to, like, set it up and set it up quickly. I'm starting to get, like, flustered. I had, like, this blazer on. I'm like, I got to take it off. I'm starting to sweat. Oh, no. (laughs) And there's, like, all these people looking at me because it's, like, a decently sized class. And I know, like, no one in it. I mean, I I think I recognize, like, one violinist. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, crap. This is not a good way to represent myself. (laughs) But it gets worse. Okay. So I give the presentation. And I just didn't feel like it flowed very well. I was, like, very caught off guard, a little nervous. And I send around, like, the sign-up sheet so we can get, like, your emails to, like, send out, like, updates and events that are coming up and such. And while, when I'm done, I'm, like, I finish, like, at, like, 10 minutes. And I walk out and I was like, oh, crap, I forgot my sign-up sheet. Oh, <laughs> so I had no, to walk back in and get it. It gets worse. And then I leave and I was like, I left my folder. I left it on you the... You came v- back <laughs> in. I would have left. I would have come back for it. <laughs> oh, no. I came back in a second time after leaving and walked in front of the class because it was on the piano while she was starting. And I was just like with my head down in shame and grabbed the, the folder off the piano. Oh, no. I was like, sorry. And just like walked out. I was like, I look like a hot mess. Oh, no. <laughs> I was okay. so flustered. Thankfully, some person actually thought I was still okay and signed up for, for Hero. Oh, good. Um... I was so embarrassed though. Oh my gosh. That's that's like the worst thing to happen when you go in and you think you're going to present and they're like, well, actually we didn't know, but have at it. And you're just like, oh gosh, now I'm in their way. Yeah, That's what it felt like. And then the fact that I walked back in twice. Oh man. <laughs> I, was, I literally called my mom after. I was like, can I tell you a story and tell me it's not as bad as it sounds? Bad, no. And she was like, 
<laughs> a little embarrassing. It's okay though. We learn from these things. I've only had it happen before. During rehearsal, I walked back in and I had to go back in for my keys to leave. And I was like, nope, I'm just going to wait. And so I just walked around and then I went back in. I thought about it, but then I was like, I have something else I have to go no, to. Yeah. And, I was like, and in that folder was like all the stuff for hero class. Mm. And I was like, I need that folder. Yeah. Oh. So I was, I, get it. I was a bit embarrassed and I was like, well, that's, that's something that makes sense for Darian to happen to her. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, eh, sounds about right. But that just kind of ties me into this other idea I was talking about. Like, I was talking about with you earlier, this idea of like ambition and women. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what happened to me, I was thinking about it after, I was like, I still feel like there's a part of me, even after like working to get my doctorate and starting a nonprofit, I have like all these qualifications under my belt. And there's a part of me that still feels like, I'm not qualified to be doing what I'm doing. The imposter syndrome. Right? And I'm like, I almost feel like I don't have, I don't know how to put this into the right words. I almost feel wrong for being ambitious, if that makes sense. No, yeah. Like I'm trying to do like all these things and then I go up there and my brain and my anxiety are like, you don't deserve to be doing this. What's going on? And then uh, then I'm like, everyone's staring at you. (laughs) And then I'm trying to find like the right words. And I'm like, why is it so hard to find the confidence to be like, yes, I'm ambitious. I'm doing this. And I was like, it is so hard. I struggle with that as well sometimes. And sometimes I'm like, you just got to fake it till you make it. And then like, it's just so hard to do that even though anyways, but it kind of tied into uh, like Megan Markle started this new podcast on Spotify and her first episode is actually about this. And I listened to it mm-hmm. like the Sunday before I can't even remember, but like it was right before school started and she was like talking to Serena Williams and they're actually talking about like ambition and women and how trying to like work for what you want as a woman is different than for a man. Cause they're talking about like in tennis when the ref or whatever mm-hmm. was like calling balls that weren't out as as out and whatever Mm -hmm. and she's like trying to keep her cool and they're like gave her so much heat for like being inappropriate you know and then a guy in the same situation is like going off and cussing and no one even cares and i'm like it's interesting how it ties in because i'm like trying to keep my cool because i'm like if i seem flustered i feel like it's like oh well she loses all credibility that's what it feels like and i think that's why i get nervous in those situations i'm like if i don't make this work right now if i don't seem professional I feel like I'm going to lose credibility. I thought it was interesting how that tied in after listening to that podcast as well. I think with the whole presentation thing that happened to you, I'm sh- I'm like positive that it was a lot better than you think. Just because like what you <laughs> talk about in the class and you're like, oh, I don't know how it went. But it went fine. It went great. You had things to say. I mean, it was just basically just like an introduction to Hero. And like, yeah. you know, you started this. And so, I mean, I'm just... I'm just trying to sound professional because inside I don't feel like a professional. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like a college student, which I mean, we I'm, are, we're in this safe haven of college. We haven't got that yeah. much outside experience. And that again comes back to my insecurities. I'm like, I'm almost 25 and I'm still in school. Now you're in doctoral school. That is That's true. Different. That is true. But then when you break it down, I'm like, I am still in school. <laughs> I think it's because, cause we kind of did the same thing where we go from undergrad to master's to doctorate and we don't yeah. go outside into the real world that much like here and there with gigs, you know, but it's not like, Oh, we're a band director or we're like, you know, a middle school director, which is, I don't want to say I regret going from school to school, but, um, a little part of me does really? not re- regret, not like, you know, at least, I guess I yeah like at least a year or a semester like outside of this like safe haven that we have that is like school 
it definitely were, does feel like a safe haven at times. Is, yeah. But there are also moments where I'm like, I'm really glad I stayed because if I left, I don't think I'd come back. Yeah, that's fair. And that's it's good that you stayed then for you can finish what you want to do mm-hmm. and everything. But going outside of when you get a job after this and then your first actual job, I'm like, I'm nervous for myself. Am I ready for this getting out of the safe haven? You're on the other side now. And that's kind of how you were when you were running the hero class. Like, you're mm-hmm. on the other side. Yeah, I just feel, again, unqualified. No, nah, you're qualified. <laughs> I was also embarrassed more than that one time. Oh, no. Are you ready? Oh, God. <laughs> so, the first one I'm going to tell you isn't that bad, but I felt really embarrassed because oh, no. my allergies kind of, like, kicked in randomly because I forgot to take my um, Flonase to, like, spray up mm-hmm. my nose to, for allergies and whatnot because I'm always in a state of trying not to cough or sneeze when I go outside <laughs> in Florida. Oh, no. Um... But I was like in my new class with a professor named Dr. Uh, Von Glan, which mm. hopefully we'll speak to her at some point. Dr. Von Glan mm-hmm. is an incredible woman. Oh, she seems amazing. Oh, my gosh. I'm okay, trying sorry. to get her to agree to be on my doctoral committee. Yeah, you should. And then agree to her, talk to her every hero podcast ever. Oh, I, yeah. I, I plan on asking her at gosh. some point. Dr. Von Glan, if you're listening. <laughs> um, what class is it, though? Uh, music, sound, and the environment, mm, okay. which is like right up my alley. And I'm super excited about the class. But I was in there and she was like, first day she was like playing music like for us to like listen to that was like inspired by like bird sounds or something and i'm sitting there and i sneeze and i was like oh, i'm sorry because everyone's quiet listening and then i sneeze again oh god and then i sneeze a third time and i was like i'm so You're sorry so- <laughs> <laughs> but everyone just kept like turning back to look at me like what is wrong with this girl who's sneezing like three or four times in a row oh, no. i was like i keep interrupting the bird song <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, you're just part of the bird song. It's part yeah. of the music. Yeah, bird sneeze all the time. Okay. Uh, you mentioned that you saw an Instagram post? Oh, yeah. So I saw this post. I follow this amazing ensemble called the Her Ensemble. They're in, like, mm-hmm. uh, London. They brought up this post from a proms interview because the BBC proms was recent. The pianist uh, Yuja Wang, beautiful pianist. I mean, fantastic. She's known for her really, like, nice dresses like she wears like she actually wears like short dresses and heels and is is a gorgeous woman mm-hmm. but i was kind of frustrated because they posted a clip from the interview and like the first thing they talk about like there's like this you know this narrator or you know speaker talking to everyone watching on tv like pianist yuja wang is coming out soon what do you think she's gonna wear mm-hmm. she's about to solo the bbc orchestra mm-hmm. you know huge event and they're talking about what she's gonna wear yeah and i was like which yes yeah, she wears gorgeous dresses but my first thought was like oh my gosh it's yuja wang what i'm like i can't not wait to hear her play yeah. you know and in the interview after her performance they're like how do you choose your costumes and then they ask her what do you drink after a performance and i was like is anyone gonna ask her about the actual performance no yeah it's, <laughs> it's frustrating because like you know classical music and then we have people who normally like interview pop or like, you know, newer kind of mm-hmm. radio music or whatever you want to call it. And it's just it's frustrating as like classical musicians to be asked that. And I, I understand what the interviewers, you know, why they asked that, because she's known for yeah. those. Can some part of the interview be about, you know, whatever she what did she play? I don't remember because I didn't watch the performance. Oh, sadly. no, we got to watch performance. Oh, I know. But I was just watching clips from the interview. Yeah. And I was just, I know she plays amazingly because I follow her. Mm-hmm. And she is a fantastic pianist. Yeah. But mm-hmm. there's actually, like, I've seen clips from people being interviewed on, like, a red carpet, like, award ceremonies. Oh, true. And they're yeah. like, what are you wearing? She's like, and I think, 
I can't remember the name of the actress, but she was like, do you ask men these questions? Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. they like take the camera and like pan down her entire body oh. to look at the, her yeah. dress. I think it was like Kate Blanchett. She okay, was like, she was like, do you do that to all men? <laughs> and her <laughs> nice oh, accent or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh girl, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So I think a lot of women get that. That's a fair point. We're trying, they're trying to like make someone more human, but also yeah. it's like taking away from the art and what they're really there for and why they're getting interviewed yeah. in the first place. And, you know, compliment or performance, talk about like, how did you go about practicing this and exactly. rehearsals yeah. and then be like, and then the fun part, how did, what did you, how did you figure out what you're going to wear? Like, yes. Yeah. Cause that, I mean, that is kind of the fun part as like a woman on stage. Like I love my recital dresses mm-hmm. for the upcoming hero recital. Cause we're trying to like challenge, like what is normal. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm trying to like change the idea of like what we wear yeah. in performances. So we're not concert black. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually planning everyone wearing white. I want oh, us yeah. to seem like a canvas for like the immersive design that Bella is mm-hmm. doing. So if you guys are interested, oh, these are like little teases about what to expect. I just want to take away from like what we're wearing. And like yeah. where tour is not imp- as important, you yeah, know. It's, absolutely. I think it's time for our trivia. All right, Darian. Yes, bring it. Hit, hit me with it. Question number one: Who was the first woman trumpet player in a major orchestra? Was it A? Allison? Oh, great. I have multiple choices. This is, this is oh, what yeah. I need. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I don't know what to pull off the top of my head. Exactly. That's why you, I, I'm helping you. Okay. Thank you. A, Allison Balsam. I know that name. B, Marie Spetzial. C, Mary Bowden. I want to say the first one. Final answer? Yeah. No, it's B, Marie Spetzial. She's coming to FSU. I know. Uh, Okay, question number two. Which college became the third largest women's college in the 1930s? How was I supposed to know the answer? Oh, you're supposed to know this answer. The biggest, what, what, repeat it. Which college became the third largest women's college in the 1930s? Is it FSU? Go Knowles. I knew we were a women's college before, but I didn't know we were the third largest. Apparently. A lot of people don't know that, but we used to be a women's college, Florida State. So I was like, represent. No one talks about it. Oh, yeah. So the, in Ruby Diamond, you know that owl? The what? The owl in Ruby Diamond. Owl? There's an owl in Ruby Diamond. It's like a statue. It's up in the ceiling. When you look out into the audience, it's on the right. I'll have to look for it. You got to look. You got to look around, girl. Obviously, my, I, I'm not paying attention to my surroundings. It's like very Hogwarts in there because like the wall is like painted with like an outdoor scene in it. It's very cute. Well, I know there's like paintings. Yeah. But I didn't know there was an owl. There's an owl. I hope it's still there. But it's, I, I believe, and if I'm wrong, I'll tell you in the next podcast, but it's like it was the mascot for the women's college. Question number three. Name three common mutes trumpet players use. There's three different types? No, nah, there's a lot. But I'm only giving, letting you. I thought there was only like one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ooh, is, okay. I made this too hard this week. Three different names? Yeah, mutes that we would use. Standard. Is and that, is that an answer? Is that one? Is that one of them? Like the standard? Uh, there's a standard mute. There's a super mute and oh, a baby brother. mute. <laughs> That's my guess. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. I don't know what they're called. I am so disappointed. Violins only have two. Ew, look, look behind you. <laughs> well, I see they got these like metal things and you like, will open and close it. I don't know what they're called, though. Open and close. We have like you move it and you're like, that wah, wah, oh, like sound. a little plunger. Or we have like a Wawa mute or Harmon mute. See, I don't even a recognize these mute. names. No. I look behind you and I, I like, I see you guys using mutes, but I didn't know there were different types. Yeah. Dang. I don't play a brass instrument. I, I, I do 
always notice when the tuba brings a mute. Oh yeah, that bad boy's big. <laughs> yeah. See, violins we only have the practice mute and the orchestral mute. Like the little, like it's like teeny, teeny, tiny, barely an inch long, and then the practice mute, which no one really uses, but you can like if you just want make it softer. Oh, it like dampens the violins, yeah. like projection by a lot. A lot? Oh wow! I want to hear that. I can show you after this yes, if you want. Yeah. Okay, okay. What are the answers? Oh well, um, so I'll just give you three common ones. The straight mute is what is probably like I could compare that to the standard one. So if I wanted to give you a point, I would compare it to the standard one. Oh. Um, the cut mute. Is there a baby one? Is it the baby? There, we have a piccolo um, straight mute, and then there are other kind of mutes. And then we have the plunger, the wawa mute, the harmon mute. Um, if you go to my recital this semester. Of course I'm going to go to your recital. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, I'll be using the wawa mute. It goes wah, wah, wah. That's what we just heard in the sad wah. trombone. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, that was kind of right. Yeah. I just had different sure. names for them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Now I have to get back at you. Okay. Here are my questions. Let's go. This one's more like general. Okay. Which famous conductor is having a movie made about his life on Netflix? Leonard Bernstein. Yes. Let's go. Yeah. Um, what was his name? Who's playing him? Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Oh. They like changed his face. He looked a lot like the I'm young so Leonard excited. Bernstein. When is this coming out? I don't remember, but I saw like pictures and I was like, they really did make him look a lot like Leonard Bernstein. Wow. I'm so excited. Okay. Next question. Oh, all right. What are the names of the violin strings? Oh, brother. I'm going to think. I'll give you a hint. There's four. Oh, oh, oh thank you. <laughs> oh God. Uh, okay. So can I name them out of order? Oh yeah. Okay, and I, okay, for everyone that's going to, like, roast me, I, um... Think about when we tune. I'll give you it right, right away. Think about what? When we tune the orchestra. I mean, there's A. Yes, there you go. And there's F. No. No, E, I meant. Yes. And G. Yes. I got A. C. No. Well, cello has a C string. Did you mean violin or just... Violin. Okay, what's um. a fifth up from G? If, <laughs> if we're tuning fifths, you got G, A, and E. What's, what are you missing? Yeah, there you go. Well, you did it. You just got to use music theory knowledge. Music theory knowledge. You're right. Wow. <laughs> I never thought about it like that. Okay. Yeah, oh, applause. no, I feel dumb. Applause for music theory. Let's go to the next question. <laughs> All right. What is the name of Felix Mendelssohn's sister? Fanny. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Fanny Mendelssohn. You did better than me this week. But a little thing about Fanny. Let's but, go. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know if you play a lot of music by Mendelssohn, but not too much. No, the strings do. Cause we have his, uh, violin concerto, but he and his sister are both like little prodigies. I don't know if you knew that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She wrote like 500 musical compositions oh, yeah. and we don't nearly play as much as hers. And she, some, uh, one of her teachers even said that she played piano better than oh. Felix did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, Oh, she plays like a man, which is supposed to be a compliment. Ugh, <laughs> but she's a, a badass. Oh yeah, for Love sure. Her. And, I, what kind of pisses me off when I was like learning about her is she wrote music under like F Mendelssohn and everyone just mm -hmm. assumed it was Felix. I know. Yeah. I was like, that would make me so mad if I like had a sibling and they're getting all the credit. Yeah. And actually like Queen Victoria at the time, Felix was performing her songs as his own so she could like publish music. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, that one's my favorite. And it was hers. Yeah. I was like, go queen, go. <laughs> love her oh yeah so you won the trivia today let's go i'm a um it's my turn now to press the button then okay let's go um i want that's crickets oh i don't want that uh applause 
No. Sad trombone. Laugh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that one's called scary. I like it. <laughs> okay. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, so Angela won today. Uh, not that we're keeping score, but I've won the last couple times. <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, before we say goodbye and see you next week, I just want to put out there that if we know we're not the only ones who have stories, you know, about our lives and about being a woman in music. Mm-hmm. So if you want to reach out to us on Instagram or to our, through our website, please do. You can email us at hero.musicians at gmail.com or visit us at www.her-omusic.com. And we would love to hear from you. And we also post small talk questions on our Instagram. And if you, yeah, Angela does most of that. And we'd love to hear your answers because we will talk about the answers on the air. Mm-hmm. So please, please do. So that's all we have for you today. We are your hosts, Darian and Angela. Here Talk is associated with the nonprofit Hero. Please visit our website to learn more and follow us on social media. Please like and subscribe and give us five stars because we want all the five love. Five stars, yes. So thank you. And we will see you next week. Mm-hmm.